Well, you float endlessly on a sea of thoughts, bodiless, your consciousness like driftwood set out on an ocean of understanding, worry, belief, concern, design, dream, intention, supposition, care, hate. Time has no place here. How long has it been? Time has no bearing here. Where are you? Are these thoughts your thoughts or the thoughts of others? The other. Those before or those to come? Those that are lost or those that are found? On the ocean you float. Until you claw your way back your mind piecing itself back together, knitting itself back into a hand, into a foot, into a tongue. You speak, but there are no words. You must knit the very words themselves. And as you do, you knit your ears and your mind and your comprehension piece by piece until eventually you hear a voice that speaks to you and says, so many questions you asked of me. So strong you are to always return. Then I suppose I shall ask you a question of my own. Now that you've built the ears to hear me at last. You shall have to forgive if you are to break this mist. But... Forgiveness is hard when the heart is still raw. Are you ready to forgive? Or will you turn your hand to conquer? Ah. I feel it in there. But death feeds death. Are you ready to lose everything? Make your choice for me here and I shall watch, wait and see. Will you choose to overthrow or absolve? Or perhaps it will be neither for you. Newest light. Last light. My apologies, that was perhaps four questions. Then answer between these two for me, for us. Overthrow or absolve? You speak of politics. I'm just a soldier. Those decisions aren't mine to make. Oh, but they are. And you are not but a simple soldier. There are many paths ahead, all carved by you. Overthrow or absolve? Who? Everything. I don't know yet. I think I need more answers first. Hmm. Very well. The many paths lie open ahead of you. Swim back again, little salmon, and make your choices on the true plane. We shall collide again soon enough. Have you a name? Perhaps it's best. You ask no more questions, little fish.
Swim now. Swim away. Fire, fix, and Merlin. Prepare to sail for Gore's Point. My mistake. Fire, fix, and Merlin, you find yourselves uh, at the edge of the um, mines outside of Dandelo. Will does his thing where his eyes roll up into his head and... For about five minutes, he sits there, still as a rock. It's oddly still here, the night. The sounds of the bustling town of Dandelo roll their way up through the night air, but the wind carries them away from you. You sit there for five minutes, at the edge of this mine. The rise and fall of Will's chest slows and slows and stops. He is not breathing. What do you do? Uh, pour a potion down his throat. You pull one of the magic potions out and move Will over. You can see now he is not breathing at all. You try to pour a potion down his throat, but this is uh, a corpse at this point. He, he has no ability, no reflex to swallow the potion. It just kind of pulls in his mouth, spilling out over his lips. I try to like chest compression. I'm trying to get him to swallow the potion. Give me a medicine check. Oh... Probably with disadvantage because I'm panicking. He mm. might choke if the potion is still in his mouth. Uh, it's rough. Yeah, he's got a bunch of potion in his mouth rolling out of the side of his head. You start pushing on the uh, the chest of him, but he has this ridiculous armor on. It's so thick. You are going to have to figure out how to get this off of him first. It's like slabs Will? of iron across his chest. Will. 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 Take it off. Take this off him. And I'm going to try to start taking the armor off to get to his I chest. Help, straight I, away. I, I, ass I assist as well. Yeah, the three of you start going at this armor. There are straps, but like taking this off is a, an ordeal. You also have this kind of just lump of a man, mm -hmm. just uh, literally dead, unable to move him um, comfortably. You start to shift him over, each of you pulling at straps, pulling this thing, you start to push this um, armor off of him. You probably get uh, the armor about halfway over his face. When Will, you take a sharp intake of breath, which burns your lungs, and you open your eyes. It is darkness before you realize that your armor is quite literally over your face. The There are hands pulling at you and dragging you. The armor kind of getting caught on your nose and then running over the uh, front of your face. What do you do? Me. <laughs> I'll start wildly swinging at this thing that I can't see. Ooh. Oh, calm down, calm down. It's uh, oh, it's just <coughs> us. <coughs> you you weren't breathing. You weren't breathing. <coughs> oh. Uh. Sorry. <coughs> oh, he's breathing now. That's good. 
<laughs> it feels like I drowned. <coughs> I don't know why. <sighs> Sorry. Why are you apologizing? <sighs> For hitting you. Or whoever that was, I felt someone. That you hit <clears throat> me, but that, that, that's okay. Sorry, little guy. <clears throat> uh, are you okay? Sort of. Yeah, do you want some water? Uh no, <laughs> absolutely not. <sighs> this this foray into the mist was a little bit different. What did you learn? What did you see? Do we know where to go? Where are we going? It was much longer and not by choice. I, uh, I'm not sure if it tried to keep me there or if I just lost my way. Uncertain. But it's... Like it keeps a piece of me each time and it's getting harder to come back out. This cave, I, uh, I was, so, he, oh god, how do I explain this? My ancestor, I think, came here before, long ago. Right. And it was a trap. There's nothing here. He died here. Lured in by the mist itself. There's nothing in this cave. Nothing but death. Lord and by the mist. The mist is more, um, perhaps more tangible, more clever than we give it credit for. It caused a cave in somehow, exerted its influence and caused this mine to collapse. And as the panicking crews were trying to escape, it continued calling out for help. Till my ancient self heard the cries for help and tried to go in. Only to find no one. Just collapsing rocks. So the mist tried to kill him. It killed him. It succeeded, yes. And he wasn't even supposed to be here. This was just one random stop on a journey. He was heading to Coos for some reason, whatever the other piece of the puzzle is there. A dead place? The poison desert to the south, yes. It's further it's even further out of our way. But we can't go yet. I have to find him. When we found Eldarin, when I touched his gravestone, he spoke to me, so if I find my ancestor here, I trust that he'll at least try to set us on the right path. We have to go a little bit deeper into this cave, at least that far, to find him. <laughs> he didn't get far. I I don't think it will take too long. He's got to be some close uh, to the entrance somewhere. I don't understand. I thought the mist was trying to warn you not to go in. That's the other thing. The mist isn't it's not one it's not one thing, one person. It's there's 
multiple personalities at work, multiple forces at work. This time, a voice spoke to me directly by name, which has not happened before. Before, it's been... How do I explain this? Um, a symphony of voices, a thousand of them speaking, echoing, chanting. When I've asked a question, my answer's been given by a collective, if that makes any sense. But this time, it was one voice. One clear, sharp, powerful, specific voice spoke to me this time. Did you recognize it? No. But it knew your name. And, and when I asked its name, it declined to answer. Although that may have been for my own good. Trying to have a conversation in that place is starting to take a toll on me. I hate to be the one to ask. But if the mist is capable of tricking and luring and killing, how do we know any choice we make? No matter how we come to the conclusion, isn't just a well-laid trap. Excellent question, and I wish I knew the answer. I, I do know this. It's been nearly a month since my home was taken and the refuge was burnt down. And I died there. And I was adrift in a sea of endless black for what felt like weeks. And just now, as I visited the mist, I was back in that same place. I know now it was whatever entity it was in this mist that brought me back the first time. So if its goal was simply outright to just kill me, all it had to do was stop interfering. And I'd be a dead man lying in the ground near Kira somewhere. And like you say, the so, mist is not just one entity, right? Correct. There are forces in the mist that are absolutely trying to kill me and all of us. But there is also some force at work in there that's on our side. Otherwise, I'd be dead twice. Maybe three times by now. Is it on our side, or is it trying to self-preserve? Another good question. We may just be pawns. Like that entity you spoke to. Who knows? Hard to read the intentions of beings far more ancient than ourselves. Yeah, I know that. You still have that water? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. And take your time with it, Jesus. Let me help <clears throat> you with your armor. We unbuckled a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Oh. Why? Yeah. You, you kind of breathing? were dead. Don't say the D word. <laughs> it's fine if... I'm, it's a little uh, too soon, okay? It's, I'm still it's okay. I'm... sensitive to the term. You're not dead. It's, uh, it's okay. I'm getting used to it. 
I think I'm I think I'm good to go. You stopped breathing. Yeah. You don't hear the mists calling you inside, right? No. No, I don't. I don't think okay. we would fall for this. It probably did, wouldn't expect us to fall for the same trap twice anyway. If it even registers us as the same. It knows me. Back in... I can't remember now. Close to when we first met, or maybe near, near some point, I... During one of those encounters in the mist when I spoke to the entity, I felt it trying to rip away at me as I left Arias after we spoke to him in some point. I felt it reaching out towards me. I believe it knows who we are. So why isn't it making more of an effort to stop us? Maybe it is. I feel like perhaps its influence is somewhat limited when we're outside of it. Like, it can still influence this place for sure, but maybe not as directly as when we were there inside it. You remember the shadows that attacked us? Shadows? Uh, I think you were asleep or having your own trip into the shadows fix when you woke up and you were covered in the oh yeah stuff how could i forget that's what i mean maybe that was the mist right. itself taking more of a direct approach when we were closer hard to say so you want to go into the mine we needn't go far but you i want to go into the mine answer. That the mist I need to collapse. find my ancestor. Yes. If we don't find him and get the answers from him, then this entire side trip was for naught. Besides, um, he may have unique insight. After all, he was chasing the same goal we've been chasing. He may have uncovered something during his travels. Yep. And I'm sorry for asking you to do that. I didn't realize it would affect you like that. It's not your fault. Shouldn't do it. And, again. um. Sorry for yelling at you back in Kira. I understand. And I'm sorry. We have to work together here. And I want to. I, uh, not sure why that bothered me back there as much as it did. You don't need to explain yourself. I think Merlin would take the opportunity to, to look up at fire and, and wiggle his brows and smile. Fire's trying to hide a smirk. So is Merlin. I do know this, if, uh, you find yourself in a squabble with four strangers. Regardless what happens, 
I wouldn't even question it. You know, as pissed as we were back there, we did have your back. Without question. And we will again. Yes, you did. Onward then? Onward. Who's going in first? A reminder. Ahead of you is the mine entrance. And as you maybe take a few steps back into the um the mine here you will see uh, a blockage ahead of you um you kind of already determined the way through um is that uh this this is a tunnel with like vaulted ceilings here it seems to be um old but very stable um but around maybe 20 or 30 feet into this tunnel there is a blockage of fallen rock and debris. Um, you had already determined that uh, either you could all try and squeeze through the small gaps in the fallen rocks, which would be an acrobatics check from each of you, or somebody could try and remove some of the larger rocks without destabilizing the entire thing and making it even more dangerous, um, essentially with an athletics check. Um, Two different ways that you think you could maneuver past this entranceway. There are plenty of small areas. Merlin could probably get through quite easily. Um, it does seem like the type of thing you'd heard um, that little kids maybe try and dare each other to go through. And there are little small holes that you could get through. But Will with his armor um, would be a tight squeeze. And um, Fix and Fire just being fully grown would maybe struggle a little bit as well. Um, the... Uh, you had already sent Vita through previously, and I don't think we really uh, discussed what Vita mm -hmm. saw in there, but I think you get the idea that just beyond this um, this uh, entranceway and the rubble and the fallen debris that's there, there is uh, a set of different um, mine shafts that continue forwards. Even underfoot now, as you step forwards, there is um, a very old-looking set of tracks that a mine cart would be pulled or pushed along. Um, kind of broken and, and completely in disrepair, but essentially still there. Um, and you have seen that there are multiple different passageways inside this thing. Vaulted ceilings, again, wooden beams holding up most of the areas, but lots of debris. Walls and ceilings have fallen down on the other side of it a bunch. Um, to send Vita too far uh, is absolutely a thing you may do if you'd like. How far do you send him? I worded that poorly. But take that. <laughs> you worded you it so perfectly, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Feel free to send him way too deep. Mm -hmm. um, but you get um, the idea. There's about four or five different passageways in here that look traversable, um, as well as multiple areas that are kind of like fallen in. For now, it seems stable, though there is constant like groaning and creaking that even all of you can hear from the lumber supports and stuff. Yeah, I'd relay to Will what I've seen and just. So, do you have any idea which pathway he might have taken? Can you jog my memory on this? You are not <coughs> through there, by the way. You, this is just what Vita sees on the other yeah. side of the debris. But I can see through Vita, so I'm okay. talking okay. to Will. Yeah, but they yeah. don't. Jog see. my memory on what Vita is seeing that I'm being made aware of. So, multiple branching pathways uh, in different caves. Would I remember this, Brad? 
Uh, you can roll me a wisdom saving throw. The DC is very high for this kind of pull because you're essentially doing a very, very light version of the thing you did last week, which sent you into the ocean of consciousness. Okay. Uh, How about a critical <laughs> failure to take things off? He floats um, away. <laughs> you remember... No, here we go again. You're not going... This is, this is not anything like that, but you remember nothing. You actually feel maybe more grounded than you have since the beginning of this journey, since coming back from that uh, ocean of consciousness and being so disconnected from your body um, that you were essentially dead. Uh, coming back to this, um, you feel extremely disconnected, in fact. You don't... Maybe when you came up here before, there was just a little tinge of maybe something like a deja vu, um, which is completely gone now. You're extremely grounded and you have absolutely no idea or any memory of being here um, at all, even though you are very aware that, you know, all that stuff happened. Now, after uh, after coming back from my recent visit, I'm... I can't feel the connection at all anymore. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I don't recall which tunnel he took. Right. But I'm also content to just sit here and wait. I'd like to have your little friend just check each one. Alright. That's the safest option. And I will do so. I will send Vita down the right-handmost pathway. The right-handmost pathway. Vita begins um, exploring. Sending him down this cavern, you can see, again, there are all of these vaulted ceilings. They're about 10 feet high, you would guess, with all of these reinforced beams that are sitting um, along the walls and along the ceiling until parts of this cavern way have fallen in um, and fallen down. Um, there's a bunch of packed dirt around. You can see um, mine carts um, and mine cart tracks that crisscross the ground in a lot of different places. Old rusted equipment covered in cobwebs and dust. Um, I guess Vita would probably hear the constant groaning of the beams above and beside him. And he moves down one of these pathways. Now, at the end of this pathway, and he goes for some distance, there is um, very little. Um, doesn't seem like anything of value as you start looking around this um, this area. You can see that there are uh, there's a lot of rubble. There's a maybe a laddered hole that's covered in debris. Um, possibly uh, some old discarded things, pickaxes, some clothing. Um, kind of hard to make out through Vita's kind of world on fire view, but it doesn't seem like anything at all. It's very hard to make out anything very super specific, but it certainly doesn't seem like there is a, a body just lying there doing nothing. Supplies and things, it looks like here. Okay. Um, and I'll back out and go to the next one. Uh, the next one counterclockwise? Uh, the Sure. Yeah. Tell me a dexterity check as Vita. Four? <laughs> Four. 
Something comes up behind Vita. Um, you get this sixth sense thing, almost like Vita has an animal instinct that combines with your own understanding that something is behind you. Um, Vita is in flame or ash flame. form. So, hmm, on four. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna roll some dice here for the sake of. Uh oh. No. Um, roll me a. Uh, roll me a. Hmm. Either an investigation or a nature check as fix. With disadvantage. Yeah, I think it is extremely confusing to witness from from within Vita's odd kind of blind sight that he uses to move through this. There is a um, what seems at first just like a, a cloud of fire before you interpret and realize that that's just how Vita sees everything. And it must be something like um, swarms of dust or... Um, maybe uh, sand being lifted up from the ground. It rushes and covers Vita before Vita suddenly realizes that he's under attack. There are things in this dust that are clawing at him and you see them every now and then. Um, glimpses as Vita swings a claw um, and moves to avoid some of these strange um, uh, creatures. These wings push through the dust and then move out of the other side of it, almost becoming one with the dust. A claw striking at Vita before um before moving away now this is gonna be i'm i'm just gonna roll a shit ton of dice here for myself uh what is vita's to. ac uh, uh, -oh. uh 11 18 19 11 17 3 1 12 okay that's a lot of dice rolls um so this would be roll me five d4 roll me five d4 <laughs> <That's ten. laughs> rolling well there <laughs> vita takes 27 slashing damage oh okay um the blind sight due to the nature of how Vita sees things, is working poorly to actually aid Vita to see here. Um, there is a swarm of dust that is being continually pushed across his vision. Um, because the dust is almost indistinguishable from the things that are in it, um, it's very hard for you, Fix, to determine on an eight exactly what is going on and it all happens so quickly um there are a bunch of creatures that are striking at vita right now what do you do or what do you have Vita do mm. uh, i have i have him used his burn up attack 
Okay, do it. 10 foot radius of fire on a DC 11 deck save. Uh, okay. Just to make you roll a bunch of dice. <laughs> mm, yeah, Maybe. you're an <laughs> yeah, It's just, it's more that this is a pretty substantial attack in a in a crumbling mine shaft. So mm -hmm. everything that happens in this mine shaft is a little different than how you might want to deal with it in the outside. But Vita is Vita. So uh, that is a DC 11 dex save throw from all these creatures. Vita so has no idea. One, two, uh, seven, six, nine, five, and five. They all fail. Roll me uh, the damage. What is it? 2d6? Yeah, Fire eight damage. damage. Eight damage each on these creatures. There is flame. The dust and the flame combine. And from within the mineshaft, Vita is dismissed. Because I don't think he has... You know what? Yeah, no, there's no way. Um... And everybody outside of this thing, from within, close enough, you hear a, an explosion almost. And you also hear a bunch of little squeaks and um, a bunch of creatures uh, screech out and then fall silent. Whatever, the, whatever you, happens to you while you are kind of viewing the world through Vita, I don't know if it's like a connection is lost or whatever, but he is forcibly dismissed because he is definitely gone. If Fix. he died, he would do a death burst as well. He doesn't. He, he also do. does a death burst. Yeah. When he gets to zero HP, he explodes. Okay. That's what I was banking on. <laughs> well, that means you get to roll me two d20s instead of just the one. Okay. This is regrettable, isn't it? <laughs> a natural 20 and a four. <laughs> what have you done? There is like a crazy rumbling from Don't inside. Boom, 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 boom. And then... Silence. It's just bats, isn't it? It's just fucking bats. Vix, what was that? Um, Vita was being attacked by something, and I, th I think he's gone. Gone. Gone, gone, or gone, and then coming back again shortly. Um, like I, before. I mean, I don't. I haven't had to do this many times, but I think he's gonna come back. Right. But he's. Uh, what was uh, attacking him? What? 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 I don't know, but it, it hurt him really bad, really quickly. I could feel it. Well, let's go get him back. It. He he'll be. I, I can I can bring him back, but it will take time. He's like gone to another plane. I don't know how this works. He just vanishes, and then I can bring him back again. But right. So storming in there to, for a rescue attempt is ill-advised. No, there's nothing to rescue. Right. Um, did you see anything before that? Mm. No, it's 
It's hard to see through Vita. He's not, he doesn't have eyes the way we do. He just senses things. It was just dust and creatures, I think. I heard a rumbling. Panicked. Yeah, he panicked. He might have exploded in the mine. <laughs> that wouldn't weaken the structure of of the mine let's, at all. Let's be very careful about this. I'm going to widen this gap here. Move a couple of rocks out of the way so we can crawl through. Perhaps stand back while I do this just mm -hmm. in case. Yeah. Fire's already Otherwise. back like 10 feet. <laughs> She's been backing up the whole time you're talking. So in the event that I do screw this up, well, the mist will be two for two on killing off my bloodline with rocks. Uh, oh, Good luck. that's right. That's right. We got our stuff back. I'm going to fish my crowbar out now that we've retrieved our belongings. Okay. Uh, and try to use the crowbar to carefully... Uh, look for rocks that aren't supporting tons of weight to avoid causing a cave-in. Which I feel like I should be. Yeah. Fairly adept at doing. You guys have already identified the rocks that you need to move out of the way. If you're using a crowbar, I'll reduce the DC by 2 on this um, athletics check. So you now only have to beat a 12 to move the appropriate rock out of the way. when you say it like that 16 16 yeah it, you do this um surgically using the crowbar to move some of these rocks and maneuver them out allows you to get a pretty good grip on them again you kind of demonstrate that um strength that you have to move one of the larger rocks out of the way a few of them kind of rumble down and roll out of the way but really what you do is you create a gap on the left hand side of this um fallen debris without destabilizing the rest of it or without bringing anything down above you um as you do so there's like a bunch of dust that's already in the air that's kicking up but you realize as you begin to roll this much larger rock out of the way that there's a plume of dust that's moving towards you from the whatever happened inside you are now able to move in and i'm gonna bring you over to the actual dungeon itself at the entrance of this mine Dungeon. now Dungeon in man. theory i have set up all of the uh lighting and things correctly but we'll find out now vita isn't here um but his uh his um loss was not necessarily in vain um so you've created a gap you can move through uh on this side here um to get through while um you're in this dungeon you can move your tokens around though i'm going to assume that if you suddenly pick up a token and run it all the way to the end of the dungeon that you've sprinted to that position <laughs> and anything that happens to you in that time will happen to you um so really we'll go through this somewhat narratively if you want to explain what you're doing or as you're moving as a group or if you're splitting up let me know and then you can move your tokens around in general um but as will moves these uh rocks out of the way you find that you're able to see now what um fix was talking about the uh several different mine shafts lead away from this main entrance there is a lot of damage in here there's no light um the ceilings are only about 10 foot high but the 
In places it's fallen in and into other places the walls themselves have collapsed. Again, the first thing that you probably notice is a continual groaning sound that can be heard from the beams all around you. In most places these mines have caved in. You can also see probably a couple of different pathways that and tunnels that lead further into the mines that have been entirely blocked off and caved in. Um, you get the sense that even speaking too loudly in here could cause another cave-in as the beams above you struggle to hold the um, mesa. And uh, ahead of you, you can see that four of these paths are still partially accessible. Though, each in front of you right now, there is a lot of dust. Like a lot of dust um, rolling through the air that seems to have been kicked up from a cave-in that maybe happened minutes ago um just to check who has 120 feet of dark vision just so i can check that i've done your lighting correctly so you can see i think on, just you i think so okay so i'll give you a little more and uh i think you can all see what each other sees for the sake of chat but good luck um Feel free to move in a little bit, but everyone give me a perception check first. And this is pretty much entirely on hearing. Scoping it out with my 4K satellite on a 21. Yes. <laughs> you can hear chittering. Um, chittering like little creatures speaking to one another chittering and then a quick flap of some wings like a bat um ahead of you would i be able to understand what they're saying mm, let me find out probably not no you would not uh Ew. thought it was worth a try fix the things that harassed vita small flying mm. Flying, I think, maybe. It might have just been bats, but, you know, Vita doesn't know. He just panicked. That's right. There's more. Still hear them buzzing around. Okay. Um, Stick close, and... Do be careful what spells we use down here. Agreed. And let's also try and avoid making loud sounds in case, uh, while we attract them that way. Please, Merlin. Stealth mm. is my greatest asset. <laughs> I'm just gonna slowly start walking. Clang, 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 clang. For the sake of it, give me a stealth check, Will. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even attempting to be quiet. All right. Uh, here is a <laughs> stealth roll regardless. Wait, did it roll? Yes. Oh, it did. I yes. see an eight, an eight, which is perfect. Everyone roll me initiative. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I really liked the facade you did there plank, where we plank, thought for plank, a moment. Plank. And very uh, quickly, Will, you see through the dust that's beginning to settle um, creatures that move um and and almost fall through the air um with these strange um thin bat-like wings they have impish like faces bulbous heads um and in the dust they create further dust around them 
um, these little methods of dust moving in and out of the... Uh, they're almost in and out of your vision. It's almost hard to concentrate on them with so much dust around, but you then begin to notice them one by one, each of you looking to see where these creatures are. I will say this much, though. They all look injured. Um, they all look like they've been messed up. And I'm going to throw them down. And you can see them if you can see them. And uh, each one flies out mostly from the area in front of you where all of the recent and fallen rocks and debris are, which... Uh, oh, not that. This. And there we go. Dust They're all methods. still here. And you can't see the enemy. You'd see Will pointing this way. They're all still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will has a two on the initiative, and the dust methods will be going on. They're all kind of limping through the air is the best way I can describe probably how they move. Um, but they are very attracted to the movements of all of you. As soon as Will starts clanking through, you start to see them all begin to move, almost as if they were recovering from the shock for a moment in the dust, um, and then suddenly... Uh, realizing that there is more creatures in their lair. They rush outwards towards where Will is. However, Fire, you are going first here on this thing. Now, why can you see what the creatures Brad, can did you see? edit my initiative or something? It's moved me up to 20. Uh, oh, yes. That is there. There we go. I cannot see them. You cannot see them. No. So I am going. All oh, right. Okay. Can I scooch by Dix here? Like, could I fit through here to get my will? I'll try. I'll try. Oh, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. Oh. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> now, there's a lot of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. They look pretty hurt. Yep. I'm going to try to get here. Yep. Scooch on by. And then I'm just going to... Um, Let's see. I'll go for this middle boy. Okay. With my, with my bow. Ooh. You... Oh, it did sneak attack. Loose an arrow on this uh, creature. The... Um, arrow flies straight into the center of this um, set of creatures that are flying towards you now. As it hits this thing, it explodes into dust. And... They explode! They explode into dust, into dust around five foot around it. Um, mm. Just becomes thick dust. Can I, uh... Can I just hide behind this. Is this like a giant boulder? That's the boulder that will moved out of the way, yes. Yes, I would like to just hide there. Alright, give me a stealth check. Okay. Whoop. 25. These creatures fly towards you rushing, almost like when uh, you see in a movie like bats that rush out of a cave. They're doing that mm -hmm. towards you right now. And though you um, are hiding... Um, Fix, Merlin, and Will are not. Most of them rush towards you, Will. Uh, what is the furthest 
one away from you. Okay, so that one, not that one, that one. Uh, they're all rushing at you, but most of them can't get to you. Um, so one to this one will fly. These are flying through the gaps in this hole, by the way. Um, one rushing there, one rushing there, and one rushing at Merlin. Now, the only two that can actually, or three that can actually do the attacks will do. Um, but they're like all around you. As they rush around you, um, Fix, this is like the same as what just happened with Vita, except now you can see it correctly. They're just kind of doing a thing where they're just swarming, flying around you. Um, Merlin and Will, a couple of them will swipe at you. Two towards Will and then one towards Merlin. A natural one for that one. A 16 on the second one against you, Will, and then a 12 against you, Merlin. I don't think any of them hit either of you. No, yeah. None of those will penetrate my armor. Then Will, roll me a d20. Because this one has failed. And 11. 11. Um... Uh, you have advantage on your next attack against this Oh, that's right. Creature. The passive on the armor. I totally mm. forgot about that. How does it work again? <laughs> I think that's the first time it's come into play since I got uh, it. I think, I think it's going to do something for this that doesn't work because I think it knocks them prone. But did I take scrolling. force damage? Hold on, I can find Yeah, it does take damage. I'm, I'm going back to read the item description. I think this is the first time it's ever actually come up. Right. Yeah. Where did I put it? Uh, here it is. I found it. Okay. Um, if a creature rolls a nat 1 on a melee attack against you, it takes 4d4 force and is knocked prone. Give me that 4d4. Damn. Uh, <laughs> roll really well. It takes 13 force damage. It actually explodes. The problem is that's <laughs> not ideal right now um, with what these creatures do. So I think uh, you and yeah, no, just you actually. Roll me a con save. Oh boy. Nice. 14. It explodes. Um, there, There is just an... Uh, huge burst of dust it's like someone throwing a bucket of sand in your face and you're able to close your eyes or get your hand up quick enough so as not to be blinded by this but you get the sense that if these things explode um there's a good chance that they can blind you temporarily um when they explode all of them again look weak and on the edge of death anyway um but now they kind of surround you which might be a problem um that i think is it for them fixes turn Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow, what a dilemma. Do you try and help your friends, but potentially hindering them if you kill the things in front of them? <laughs> ah, that's horrible. Okay. Um. Okay. I'll just shout. I'm sorry, Will, and I'm going to use icy hands on the three in front of Will, which... Will it catch him? It's a cone. Uh, I think it will catch him if you're intending... I don't think it's, impo it's possible to get this one without getting Will as mm -hmm. well. 
because uh, of where you are. Maybe <laughs> right. if you stand <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. Actually, if you st if you take one step you... forward, you will mm, be able to get them without him. Mm, oh, yes. So that is up to you. Okay, yeah, I'll do that then. I don't want to hit Will if I can avoid it. Here comes some claws. Yep. A 20 and a 6. Alright, 20 will hit. The 20 hits you. As you move away, a, a set of ice coalescing around your gauntleted hand, um, you feel something scratch on the back of your head just under where your um, horn might be, and the uh, thing deals three slashing damage to you. A squeak as you move out of the way, and then you can let off the icy hand without getting will. Dex saves. Please. Great. One, two, three. 10, 25. Uh, 20 will save, the other two will fail, which is 17 cold damage to the fails and half on the save. It's going to take them all out anyway. Vita has reduced these things to almost dead. Um, okay. Essentially, they don't take a lot to take out right now. As you kill them all, though, both of you, I think, let's see here. So Will's going to have to make me three con saves. <laughs> And you oh need boy, to make me go. one as these things explode. I'd like, I'd like to note there's like a look of panic from the potential ice felt like, not again. No, no, the ice not again. flies just past you. You feel a, 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 um, like a cold wind and then suddenly there's just as all of these things explode into dust. So three con saves. Here's a 17. Yeah. Under a 10, and you are blind for one minute. A 15. Fixes. And a 10. Yay. Money. So, fix blinds blind. themselves by doing this, whereas, Will, you bring your shield up, maybe, and all the dust and sand hits the edge of the shield. Fix, you just get absolutely... Uh, your eyes are filled with dust, and it's probably extremely uncomfortable. Um, you can still move more. The... Uh four that are around will are gone though there is just settling dust now um yeah i'll probably blindly stumble forward i guess uh towards this wall can i stand on the dead things if they're flying yeah i'll just do that they're not there anymore yeah okay cool merlin's turn there's one kind of harassing you flying around in front of you like a little dusty imp yeah this is uh being a well but so I'm going to can I go this way you can but you will have to like move a... out of his threat range so he'll yeah. get an attack opportunity on you yeah he'll uh, he'll scratch me alright fine bring in the claws on an 18 I'm guessing that's a hit okay another one as he right. scratches up uh, your uh, very yeah. undead flesh drawing no blood but still dealing three slashing damage I'm not going to be, be able to grow that back alright um, scurry under him I am going to use Staff of Necrosis on this bugger. Do it. All right, there. 25 oh. is a hit. Nine necrotic. He explodes. Uh, nobody around him to get hit by this as you... Just ex this one is defeated as well. Phew. All right, I, uh, I have my turn there. Okay. That brings us to Will's turn. Two left behind you in the entranceway. They're kind of turning, moving back towards where Fix was stumbling forward. Gotcha. Well, the only skill I have, I could hit both of them. I will cast Spear of Light, one at each of them. 
Okay. Uh, is number one and number two. 19 and a 17. Both hit. Uh, five damage and three damage. You destroy one of them, but the other one survives uh, an explosion of dust and then through that, the, um, the second one begins to fly through towards you. Uh, I will step up to it and actually you know what whatever end my turn <laughs> all right fire fire's just like ah uh, okay D should i just not hit it, it? Just, okay just do it yep I'm, you can't be mad was, at me i was doing this to keep it out of your face and then mm -hmm. i remembered and then it's it gonna explodes. didn't ask for that uh, and uh <laughs> there is just a uh, you can make me a con save if you want uh but the combat is over for now as uh you are hit by another bunch of dust fix i think you kind of collide with some rocks in front of you um there is a horrible groan from the piece of lumber that is holding the ceiling up in front of you and then you blink away some dust the dust that is settling from all around this area about where each of you is um settles down relatively well uh, begins to fall down and you don't hear any more of that chittering or any more of the um the uh the wings flying around vita actually did you good there for uh, dealing with these creatures very quickly however um you also lost a vita in the process so um i was so like i was like do i just recall him but then he could really help i don't know <laughs> so i was like recall by forcible death <laughs> he sacrificed himself <laughs> What do you do next? In front of you, there are um, several different ways you can go. To the right, Fix, is the tunnel that you headed down as Vita. At the other end of this, there was some stuff around that you couldn't like identify um, very well, but it looked for the most part to be like very old supplies, probably 500 years old. Um, a bunch of stuff left there. Um, from when this place caved in. Ahead of you, you probably got to around here as Vita. These rocks represent where probably Vita pulled down the uh, exploded and then with the dust and the dryness created an even uh, combustion effect almost that brought down some more of the cavern. Um, here um, was about as far as he got. There is um, another mine shaft that leads up this way and then an area that doesn't seem to have any tracks that leads off to the left. All of these seem to be viable options again horrible groaning noises all around you you can imagine that there would probably be other areas right in front of you that probably lead further in or there are broken ladders that suggest that once there was maybe a, another um tunnel you could descend down but the only clear paths are these four at the moment yep hmm i point down the right hand side and say there's some old mining supplies and things down there uh and I don't think it's useful, but if we don't find anything else, we can try. We didn't really get to look down here. And right. I'll walk well, up to this rock here and sort of crouch by the rock and try and get a look down this tunnel. Yeah. Um, really, what you see down this tunnel is uh, what you see down this tunnel. A, a very long-looking mineshaft that heads... Um, 
further in you don't see anything of note there isn't like any um obvious thing that stands out to you it looks like a traditional mine shaft again huge areas of this place have fallen in several parts are blocking your view as well causing it um making it very difficult for you to see uh, directly down any straight tunnel here with all these debris and rocks and stuff have fallen in um you don't get the sense that anything is rushing towards you or anything like that but you also don't very clearly make out um the uh the bones the skeleton that you are looking for okay. i'll continue to creep down the tunnel if we already fire? know that there's no enemies in this direction perhaps we check that storeroom couldn't take long right storeroom you said there was supplies and such down here right no not a storeroom as such just you know things left behind cloth oh. old tools well, never mind then. Doesn't sound useful. Yeah. And I will slowly and carefully creep all the way down here. Yeah. You each start walking down this tunnel. Um, you can move yourselves up to about where these rocks are just ahead of you. Uh, where just ahead of where Fix is there. Um, and you'll see that the tunnel splits in two different ways. Just <laughs> up ahead. Um, you can see um, as you begin to walk down here the creak and the echoes of your footfalls through this tunnel um i think what i will do everyone make me a wisdom saving throw um except for merlin oh oops sorry <laughs> wow <laughs> so fire <laughs> does not yeah. everything i'm about to say pretty much doesn't apply to you everyone's walking down this tunnel um you're following the mine cart tracks that head and curve around um you have to every now and then kind of climb over some larger rocks um there is areas where the walls have completely fallen in and um actually help to sort of support the uh, the area above you almost um the ceiling that is um groaning and and areas of lumber that you walk past that are sitting there snapped and broken under the pressure that are probably being held up by little more than a splinter um as you begin to move forward you i think uh merlin it's the strangest sensation for you in particular as ahead of you you see somebody standing in the center of these tracks around where the path splits um the mine tracks continue forward um to the right there are some steps that lead up into another um tunnel will fix and fire uh marching on forwards but i think maybe you see merlin stumble for a second merlin you see in front of you again Fiona her hair is messy yet there's not a strand out of place and her eyes fixate you and they shine with tears they the tears run down her face and they leave her cheek and as you follow one it never seems to hit the ground as she speaks the party can hear her but not see her 
To the others, depending on how high your wiz save is, she sounds pretty distant, as if her voice is kind of caught on the wind. Um, but for you, Merlin, it's clear as day. And... Merlin maybe stops for a second as each of you fire maybe turning back and forth in the distance you can probably hear fire saying things like what's going on but Merlin you hear her say to you turn back my love you may not believe that this is me you may believe you've gone mad but whom else would know of your strangely bent toe and who would remember our time at the bracken thorn lake who could know that we shared our first kiss under the oaken moon turn back she fixes you again with that look Merlin's just absolutely speechless. He he wants to speak, but just nothing draws from his lips. And instead, it's almost like he just extends his arm to reach. You see Fiona grab at something, but it it's almost as if her arm shifts and shimmers like an illusion. If you'd like, you can make me an investigation or an arcana check. If you're kind of just not interested in what's going on here, then you don't have to. 80. For a moment, you see her arm kind of shimmer out of the out of the illusion itself that's happening here. This version of her that's being projected here into the center of this Mineshaft is she is not here. This is an illusion. Her arm, the skin on her arm before it leaves the illusion is um, clean, taut, um, fresh. As it leaves the illusion, you suddenly see that her arm is very thin. You can see the tendons in her wrist and her nails are extremely long her fingers at the ends are blackened um and uh, she reaches for something she pulls back into the illusion a a staff um which she hits the ground with and you see the illusion shimmer but for you you're too good at this you see straight through this illusion and even though she is projecting a version of herself from somewhere you see her as she is not trying to be seen. You see how she looks. You see who is casting this. And for a moment, I don't think you even think it's her. Her hair is gone. Her lips are cracked. Her skin is raw and red and covered in hives. And this illusion shimmers between these two forms of her. This very, very old, gaunt version of Fiona very sickly looking her eyes sunk you can see the skin loose on her skull and on her bones this kind of ripped tattered robe sitting over her body and then the illusion again of her as you remember her um younger fresh beautiful clothing hair full and 
She continues to speak, however, not at all aware, I would imagine, that you are able to see through this illusion. She says, Turn back. Take your friends. Visit the fisherman's peak of Peel. Drink the mead of the dwarves of Corum. Stay at the heated baths of Efreet, but go no further on this pilgrimage. She looks and peers into the darkness at the area where the other three are kind of standing around. Um, You get the sense that she can't quite see what you are able to see here. She says, To take this child to the bones ahead will, will bring about the end of the mist. But to go further will ensure your death. Your true death. I have seen it. I left, for I saw it. I ran, and yet you still fell. And yet you still see. And still feel. But I see a future undetermined. I see the mist destroyed, and I see the mist consume it all. The fate of this land, it lies in your hands. Turn back. Look at them. Again, she kind of casts her eyes over the area where the others are. These three that I cannot see. They are your family. Enjoy your stolen life with them while you can. Please, turn back. And with that, she fades. The illusion, trying to hold, but you see her tighten the grip on that staff and then she is gone again again fix and will you pretty much heard that it was probably nowhere near as clear as that fire something happened and you are quite unaware of it merlin that was clear as day for you what's going on I'll, I immediately uh, run to Merlin. I'll just put a hand on Merlin's shoulder and say nothing. That's it. Merlin. That that was a projection of um well the uh lady I had mentioned. Um however as much as that was perhaps a warning, and Merlin then turns to Will, we're not turning back. We're already in. Oh. I already know you'd say that. And I'm proud of you. But if what she says is true, it might be at the end of the road for you. Maybe not here and now, but... What? I'm sorry, what What did who say now? Did what? you not hear it? I heard something weird. Uh, I didn't hear like what was said. Whispering on the wind. Was... Merlin, are you okay? I'll, I'll be fine, really. Um, just, uh, that was uh, a, a bit to take in. Fire. Yeah. yeah. Merlin's special someone's voice just warned him to leave 
else his doom is sealed. So you're on the same page with the rest of us. Was it really her? Or do you think it was a trick? Oh no, it uh, it most definitely was. She she was here. I I, I don't know if uh, the rest of you saw her. She um, projected herself. However, uh, I could see past her projection and, well, I don't know. She's not uh, exactly how I remember her. Merlin, I will remind you that my ancestor followed a voice in here and died for it. Because that voice was fake. Now, if you're confident that it was actually her, then I'll take your word for it, but use your judgment here. But the voice was telling us to leave, right? She's telling us to turn back. Right, I understand that, which, if it's a trick, it may mean that we're very close to what we're looking for. What did it... Either way, though, I can't turn back. They were saying all sorts of things about we can, you, you, if you go up there, we can destroy the mists, or we can make it worse. And it, it, it mentioned the child again. Yes. I heard that too. Your inevitable doom? What was it? You'll die? Let's let's not worry about that right now. Um, when should I worry we, about it? Will Will needs to. We need to get there. We need to do this. It was really good to see her again, though. Even if maybe that might be the last time. That it was. Well, if this, if going forward leads to your inevitable doom, then I imagine you'll see her soon. Jesus, fire. What should I say? What would you rather I say? I mean, if that's the reality that we're facing. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's something we can do. Maybe we can find Arias and he's good at necromancy. He knows what to do. He gave it that staff. There's something we can do, surely. We can find a way. I'm not giving up here and I'm not going to just let my mind go to that place. We can help, Merlin. If it's the last thing I do. I died already once and I'm still here, right, Fire? No. Fire, you can't speak of confronting reality and then deny what's already happened to us. You have to choose one or the other. Fine, if we're confronting it. Then yeah, you've already died once and you're here, standing before us. And you were just told, given a premonition, I guess, 
from you believe that it's true that if we continue on you will die you will surely die Merlin quickly takes uh, Fire's hand and holds it tightly and what what promise do we have that we're even doing the right thing that that Will's ancestor was lured here with lies. We don't know. We don't know that we're doing the right thing. Any choice we make could be wrong. What is the right thing? I don't know. Nor do I. Nor do I know lies, And therein lies the reason that we have to push forward, because if we don't get the answers we seek, we can't make an informed decision. We don't even know what the right thing is, because at the end of the day, we still don't even know where this all leads. Fire, do you remember back... Fire, do you remember back at Psalm's point before we confronted Arias, the conversation we had outside? Remind me. Before we headed in, I told all of you that this would likely lead to our doom sooner or later. We might not come home from it. And then again, after we ventured into the mist, we had the same conversation again. Every step of this journey is a potential death. We knew what we signed up for. And I'm not going to stop here. I just didn't know it would be. I thought I had more time. So did I. What do you want to do, Merlin? We press on. Then we press on. Together. Family. She called us. That she did. We'll remain Merlin's family. Let's start walking down the tunnel. And you all head further in to the tunnel, the four of you moving through the mine shaft. And that's where we're going to go to a break here tonight. We're going to have a short break. When we come back in about five minutes or so, we shall find out what is at the end of this particular uh, tunnel. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Mistlight Part 2. So, you continue forwards. Again, you find yourself at a, a split point up ahead. Um, the tracks themselves continue onwards 
um, further into the main tunnel here, but there are a set of steps that lead up to another um, tunnel off to your right. And just ahead, you can see another set of steps that lead off to another tunnel to your left. It's up to you how you approach these forks in the road, but what do you think you would be doing as you get closer and closer to them? Feel free to move yourselves up to here if you want. I'll tell you what you can see, because I don't know what you can see until you can see it. I'm trailing slightly behind, a few feet behind. Okay. Um, Just dramatically with my head down. Sulking. Um, yeah. Yeah, down this... Uh, um, mineshaft on the right hand side um, most of you can see some of the way down it but um, Fix in particular can see much further with the um, uh, the aided uh, devil's sight devil's sight that's what it's called that you have um, this shaft looks relatively untouched um, the pillars and posts and lumber supports that sit around this vaulted part of the tunnel seem to still be quite well maintained but you can tell that the furthest end of this at the very edge of your site there has been a clear cave in um what might be at the end of it you're not sure but it's probably the chamber um the, the end of the chamber is probably about where your site ends though there really doesn't seem to be anything there that you can see um from here okie dokie um i'll probably dip in a little bit further just like head up the stairs a little bit and Look around the corner. Yeah. Just over here. Mm. Give me a perception check. Sixteen. Dead ahead of you, you see it. A set of bones trapped underneath a set of rubble. The bones themselves seem to be covered in armor. Not the type of typical armor that you might see on somebody who would be in this uh, mine shaft working. Um, Too far away, right at the edge of your vision, at the end of this chamber yeah. itself. Will probably can't see that far. Yeah. I think there's something down there. Go slow. I'm gonna gotcha. keep edging my way in. You start moving through this chamber. Will, give me another wisdom saving throw. Uh, A 10. You approach the bones of Vain Wolfchild. You remember the name now. The first given to you by your parents. The second name for yourself after living in the wilds for so long until you heard the voice her voice she was the one that brought you to Cull then to the stone with the handprint upon it at the ruins of Winterhall she guided you to Jairus to remember the words of Eldarin and then she brought you to Dandelo. Um, Sorry, she being his the traveling companion, the wild woman, or the voice in the mist from earlier? She being a voice that you 
as we'll have never heard, but the voice of Aersa, the voice, a goddess, the goddess of light said to one day burn the mist. You recall your strong sense of belief to this religion that existed long before you were born as Vane and long before you were born as Eldarin and when you heard this voice you followed it simple as that much easier to follow this voice as she guided you to these points than it has been for you as Will um as Eldarin you chased a wolf or a werewolf into the mist as Will you've stumbled into the right place at the right time following in the footsteps of previous incarnations of yourself but as vain you were guided very clearly by this voice until she brought you to these mines and then brought you back into the mines after they were already cleared I think as you take a few footsteps closer and closer to this set of bones you remember more clearly but still struggle to hold on to these split memories they come to you as a memory like you might have of what you ate for breakfast this morning or what you did last year but they also split your mind the more you concentrate on it the harder it is to follow the less you concentrate on it, the harder it is to remain will and in your boots and standing in this chamber. It is a difficult sensation, I think, for you as you feel your mind pulled in multiple different ways. You feel the thoughts and memories of being Eldarin, a much older man who had experienced a full life of being vain, a younger man who was so very religious and devout and followed this voice so clearly of being yourself, Will, of being in the army, and your mind splits, trying both to hold on to who you are here and now, but also remembering being someone completely different. And uh, I think it, it, it hurts almost. It's like being crushed um, as a flood of memories come in, and several of them are your you feel yourself reject and push away knowing it will split your mind to just let a full set of another person's memories consume you but you remember this stepping closer to this set of bones she led you to this spot she led you here directly to here to stand exactly where you stood was it a trickery was it the mist and the stones and rocks falling upon you in that moment breaking your body inside a patchwork armor trapping your arms and legs and leaving you here you recall it all and you recall the pain and the confusion your consciousness sapping away over the hours stuck here before the great darkness took you again ahead of you as you ground yourself again and everybody else will see that the bones appear to be undisturbed 
The armor on them is old and ruined, mostly scale mail and chain, but pieces of it patched together and stolen from various sources. You know they were stolen um, or taken because you couldn't afford armor. You weren't given any by the military or anything like that. Upon the rock just above where the skull sits leaning against it, there is a single red handprint identical to one of the three you saw inside the mists at the graveyard behind Winter Hall, north of Carl. What do you do? I, <clears throat> I will walk closer. How buried is the body? You can see... It's not really buried at all. Um, one arm and one leg are twisted at an awkward angle. You can see that the bones in the forearm were broken, but the body was probably trapped under the rock when it still had flesh. There is a leg which is twisted uh, under another much larger boulder, and you can see that the body was kind of just pinned at a, an awkward angle, almost lying um, partially kind of sat up against this the largest of the rocks. Um, you can see just about everything else. I think I would just kneel in front of him and just take a minute and reflect on everything so far and probably reach out and touch the armor. Roll me another wisdom saving throw. Twenty-two. Another memory opens a chamber in your mind. The, you've done this exact, exact thing before. Kneeling in that exact spot, reaching out in that exact way, and your last incarnation Rome? no Jome two others beside you now dwarf like a trusted brother a woman uh, a friend perhaps a lover you are not in Dandelo now you're in a small hut Coos there's another person here and as you reach forward towards these bones, you find yourself absolutely no longer in this chamber anymore with the others. You are sat in a small hut in Coos. You look down and you're wearing a completely different set of armor. A scale mail set, much lighter. To your right, a pole arm. The type that they would fish with in Rages. In fact, the armor you're wearing is armor that they would wear in Rages, scaled but folded over each other in plates. It's kind of odd, this sensation that floods you as will, as you completely lose your sense of will. And this memory takes you again. You sit now as this crone leans across the fire between you and her. Two comrades just off 
behind you. The flames pass around her body, as if avoiding her in fear. And a cold finger touches to the bottom of your chin as she pushes your chin upwards, forcing you to look up at the ceiling of this tent, but you see the night sky and through the clouds and the fog you see a shooting star from west to east. She opens her arms around her. You are no longer in this tent, but outside, and you are at a quarry, perhaps? The source, as you understand it, which is in Coos, the original opening into the void before they built the tower. But Coos is of no help. Not now you know the tower lies east, off Gore's point, at a place called Anolpus. That was the name of the island before the mist descended upon it. And she says that there the choice will be made. You violently snap back to your body in this moment. There is a hazy fading of the last journey made into the mist by Jome and his comrades to the tower itself to end this once and for all. I think your hand being so very close to this body, still outstretched, another memory strikes you. Kor Sheldy, the undead companion that Vane travelled with here, she's still here. She always will be. Behind the four of you, a smoke begins to lazily drift upwards from the ground at the entrance-ish of this tunnel, and it settles into the form of a woman. The eyes of the creature glow pure white. Its build appears to be that of a large, muscular woman, her legs distorted in this smoke. And for a moment, will you recognize the woman as Corsheldi, your companion from Vane's memories? You know she does not recognize you. She does not recognize anybody here. A voice echoes down the towards you and says I protect. Protect. the creature loses its form and becomes a shadowy idea of a shape from the walls from the shadows more formless shadows begin to form and float towards you all please once again roll initiative ah <sighs> okay <laughs> One day I'll learn to insist on a short rest. <laughs> One day. Not today. Not today. But it is not this day. Nope. But it is not this day. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to explain to the others what's going on yet. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um as far as they're, this, just, they're uh, just gonna be like will touched something and now everything's uh, trying to kill us again yeah not again as far as uh i think everyone here is concerned this was about 10 seconds maybe that passed uh, now i'm gonna roll individually for each of these shadows there are a bunch of shadows there is also a much larger shadow that is and all of them are kind of floating off of the walls uh towards where each of you are let me roll for the shadows uh 
Huh. And. <gasps> That's always good. <laughs> oh boy. <A> shadow Demon. <laughs> of poor Sheldy. So she gets a five. And the other shadows go on a 21, a 22, an 18, and a 19. Very 21. much taken by surprise. 21, 22, 18, and 19. Brad, we're going to need you to hand over those dice, sir. I am <laughs> so sorry. I have to hand those right over. <laughs> have to say this much. Roll 20 loves me. And because of that, I love them. So... Mm -hmm. um, Brad has uh, to balance encounters against himself. <laughs> I, it's actually, it's actually the dwarves and cure all over again. Now, what did I do here? Did I put a square around that thing? Good. Oh, do this, and hopefully it doesn't. Yes, you beauty. Okay. So the first thing that happens is the so the shadows are marked red, blue, green, and purple. But obviously they are all just formless shadows. They kind of just stand out to you only because this would be a very strange thing to see as the shadows of this very dark uh cavern that you're all relying on dark sight to uh see through start to kind of move off of the walls and out from the ground and move across and towards you in an almost 3d way so I think it's really hard for a moment as your depth perception settles on the fact that parts of the wall are just moving across towards you. And because of that, it is uh, probably too late before they get to those of you that are close to them. Um, and since they all rolled like this anyway, that's hysterical. Um, I rolled yeah. separately for them for once and still they all kind of go on the same initiative. So uh, I guess... At least the demon goes last. Yeah, I'm just going to get rid of their initiative regardless because nothing affects initiative that you guys have, I don't think. Um, this one's going here. This one's going here. This one's going here. Now, the shadows are not fun. They have something called strength drain. Um, before you know it, I think Merlin fire, there is parts of these shadows that are grasping out to you and you feel not some not like a hand or anything physical touching you but you feel something just cold um smother parts of your skin fix two from either side of you one coming up towards you merlin and another reaches out towards you fire let's go with fix first a seven versus your ac and a 13. Uh, 13 makes it meets it 13 uh, you are able to avoid the coldness of the touch towards probably your gauntleted side, um, but as you do so, I think you move into the area where the other one is able to run this kind of shadow, and as it moves across your body, you can feel this thing literally drawing the life from you, is what it's doing. It's not damaging you in the way that an arrow might. It is quite literally just absorbing your life force um, roll me a d4 and take 10 necrotic damage. Okay, I rolled Re a three. Remember, and everyone might as well write it down now, your strength score, your strength score is reduced by three. 
if your strength is reduced to zero, you die. <laughs> die, die, right? <laughs> die, die. Uh, die, die. Includes the, yeah. um, okay, this isn't good. I'm having flashbacks. I've got a strength score of five right now. Right now. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to take the 10 necrotic damage that it deals as it. well. Okay, so the next one will come in towards you, Merlin. On a 23, I'm guessing that hits. That was one off of being a crit. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> can I use shield? You can, but I don't know if it brings your AC up high enough. What is your current AC? Oh, uh, 11, yeah. Yeah, it's going to bring your... It only gives you plus five to your AC, so it would only bring oh, your dang. AC to 16. Oh, okay, never mind then. Oh, fine. Hit me with it. All right, you're going to take six necrotic damage. Roll me a D4. Can you take necrotic damage? Or is it poison? One. Let me just check something for you. I think it's just poison. I think so, too. I think you can still rot... Um, yeah. So this uh, will continue to draw the life force from you. Whatever your life force is um, at the moment, uh, whatever is binding you and keeping you together and allowing you to remain uh, is pulled from you. Um, and you take six necrotic damage and then your strength score is reduced by one. Um, the next shadow moves in on you fire on a 10 i think you uh dance away from it you are probably very used to moving in and out of the darkness um let's see here okay i will roll I don't like that. Uh, can I just add this to this? It's going to be easier, isn't it? Why doesn't it just give me this? I will roll stealth checks for them. Uh, red, green, purple, blue. One, two, three, four. Uh, 12, 14, 17, 18. Everyone roll me perception checks. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. all the times to not be able to Uh-oh. see anything, please. 13? <laughs> Wow. Well, come on, please tell me that one at least makes it. Let's see here. So this one hid on a... uh, Let me roll. I'm going to... This was a 12. This was a 14. This was a 17. And this was an 18. So, uh, Will, you are able to still see the... One that is marked as red. But these things just disappear into the shadow. Um, For the record, that is for everyone except for Will, who can still see the red one. They have hidden uh, in the shadows. They become basically indistinguishable from the darkness that is around you. Um, Will, for whatever reason, you're able to just make out that this one towards the right of Merlin is kind of slowly moving around him as they hide and you aren't able to see them. Merlin, it is now your turn. The largest of these um, shadow creatures is so much more obvious 
because it's kind of a hulking figure that shifts from a humanoid form to kind of an amorphous shadow. It almost always contains these two white eyes that glow in this darkness. It is also moving towards um, fire and yourself saying, stumbling, um, yet also floating as it moves and glides across the ground towards you. The other shadows are very difficult to see uh, around you. You know they're there. They are hidden from you. All right, well, he's the only guy I see, so, uh, um, and he's, he's getting awfully co- close to fire, and I, I don't like that, so I'm gonna, who? hopefully this, uh, well, hopefully the ceiling doesn't come, uh, down on us if I, I cast this too many times, but I'm gonna fireball the shit out of this guy. I think. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, no. Do okay. it. <laughs> um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do, do it. it. I'm gonna do it uh, far enough that it doesn't get, uh, you know, me in fire. Yeah, you can put it uh, like yeah. here and it will ignite yeah. forwards. Okay. All right, let's go. All righty then. Uh, so you put it behind this thing. Yes. Hmm. Okay. I will roll my dex save now. I swear, if you get a high roll again, I am you son of a a twenty one. Son of a gun. Um. Uh, it still takes half the damage, so roll me 8d6 fire damage. Twenty-four, so it takes twelve. Now roll me a D20 as the lumber and the cave mm-hmm. and the cavern shakes. Oh no, it does nine. Alright, let me just do the damage first on this thing. And then nine. <sighs> the cavern around you shakes. The beam, one of the beams in the here that is behind this thing ignites quickly because it is old, dry wood covered in dust. You see the, um, you see one of the beams burst and split. You see the one next to it ignite in fire. Um, while this happens, a few rocks crumble down. There is a crack that runs up the side of this tunnel, but it remains stable. It doesn't collapse in any way other than in a very small way. It looks extremely unstable, um, but remains. There is a horrible groan and shake to the cavern itself as this goes off. The creature in front of you is engulfed in this fire, um, but it continues to move forward. You see the um, the form as it's hit by this flame lose form completely. The eye is even disappearing before it reforms itself um, and continues to stalk towards you. The fire damage, certainly dealing damage to it, but uh, yeah, stri- struggling to hold its form for a moment there. You can still move on your turn. Oh boy. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably encourage uh, Fire to, to move a little closer to fixing Will since, uh, well, we've got that big guy there. 
fire. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Well, he's he's getting closer to us, and I don't think he plans to stop. So I'm I'm gonna try and take cover. Okay, but you yep. you better follow me. You take cover. You do that. Maybe not. Maybe don't. Burn. Let's not. The supports are wooden. Yeah, no, I'll try not to burn anything anymore. Merlin mm. scurries off backwards. However, you all suddenly see this uh, this one move. The red shadow um, Uh-oh. is going to attack you again with an attack of opportunity Ew. on a 13 against your AC. Oh, my AC. Oh, man. That's right. It's not... Uh, yeah, he's going to hit me. If that one you can shield. That one you can shield. Okay, I will shield. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, move away this um, this shadow swipes. It also, it reveals itself to all of you, by the way. Um, you can now see the shadow, all of you. It is not hidden anymore. Um, swipes at Merlin, who brings up probably just a false shield uh, in, behind him. The shadow hits yeah. the shield. It spreads across this kind of invisible um, orb. Uh, and Merlin scurries backwards. It does not yeah, hit you. Yeah, he's like in a back. hamster ball. Right, yes. away now. Yeah. And it is Fire's turn. Mm-hmm. Fire is going to step forward. Give this big, 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 big boy a nice slice or attempt to with the iris blade. Twelve. A 12, you bring the iris blade forwards, it um, swings towards where this creature is, and the thing just kind of blurs out of the way of it, um, stalking forwards. Uh, give, me a, give me an insight check with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. 15. Yeah, you look up at this thing, and... Um, until you attacked it, it had no idea you was there. The um, thing then turns its attention down to you and, uh, yeah, continues to do its thing. Now it sees you, it's focused on you, uh, but mm-hmm. your attack did miss it. Yeah, yeah. So two really great things in a row. Um, I'm going to go ahead and disengage. Yep. And just go here. And that's my turn. Okay. Um, fix. It's a dead end back here. We can't stay here. Uh, and I'm going to... Um, probably move forward. Careful. I'm just... Will is going to interject when Fix starts to move. Careful. Mm-hmm. They're still next to you. Where? I'm okay. Like po- pointing vaguely around. Um, sort of like panicking, and I'll throw two eldritch blasts at this shadow while I stand here, feeling paralyzed. Oh, that's the net one. Uh-oh. <laughs> and an eleven. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes, the second one uh, will miss. Uh, the first one, roll me a d24. Three. Three. Um, whatever you do next, you have disadvantage on your next attack. 
Uh, you go off balance. Something happens here. As you probably you go to move, and then Will says stop, and then you fire yeah. off these things. Your your first one is um, is it sets you off balance, causing you to um, fail to aim correctly with the second one as well. The two eldritch blasts launching forwards. Um, which ones were you aiming for? The big one, the big guy. The big guy. Yeah, demon boy. I'll just blast his force damage. Yeah. Probably a d20. Haven <laughs> <Caven> type damage? <laughs> 13. 13. Um, you are... You're, you 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 see one of these things fly forward past this thing and, and strike the wall behind it before you can kind of uh, uh, take any control over it. It hits the wall. The wall bursts into rock, but there doesn't seem to be a huge amount of um, uh, damage or danger caused from this. Um, but if you'd hit a more pivotal structured point here, or maybe if this cavern wasn't one of the caverns that is the most well-maintained ones or hasn't suffered too much from damage. Um, it might have been pretty bad. Uh, mm. Force damage is a bad one uh, in this cavern. I am useless. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. Um, would you like to do anything else? Um, I've been told not to move, so I'm just kind of standing there, like, off balance. Um... No. Okay. Let's see here. So, um... Fire, give me a perception check. Okay. 18. 18. And then, uh, let's see here. Ooh. You. This thing, um, <laughs> nice. This thing, uh, kind of tries to blend in with its surroundings, um, as it moves up to here. Um, as it does so, you are able to track the creature. It brings up, uh, um, just well, I guess what would just look like a, a nothing of, of a blob before it forms into a huge and muscular arm. The fingers at the ends of this arm turn into blades each like daggers and it swipes downwards at you with its claws uh, on an 11 you duck under the under these claws as it swings over the top of you and that is the end of its turn will's turn Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we have our work cut out for us here. Okay, so I think first thing I'm going to do is take one step forward and then one of the basic fighting style options for the paladin is this. Um, blind fighting. Right. So I don't know if this mm. will enable me to see these invisible things in front of me or if it's going to affect it since I kind of I'm assuming yeah, that I they you, haven't moved I think you definitely can um, you can see uh, now the two that are 
either side of Fix. They have not moved yet. Yeah, that's so. that's why I yelled not to move. Double yeah. up attacks if you walk yeah, away. You can see oh. those. Fix Merlin fire, you cannot, but will. As you get closer to them, you can see these things um, as they shift these strange shadows. They stick out to you probably even more so than um, when you could see them while they were moving. Uh, they kind of take this strange form again, like a like a smoke almost, but really it is a little more solid than that. And it's a quite literal shadow. Um, but you can see that they are there and moving slowly. Um, I'm going to step around this pillar here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use a bonus action for mark target on core Sheldy. Mm -hmm. But since she's out of reach at the moment, I'm just going to swing at the purple one with a booming blade. Okay. On a crit. Give me all Thank the God. damage. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> without, without even adding the smite, it's 17, 26. 22, 26. Yeah, it's... How do you banish this thing from existence, I will say, rather than kill it? Um. Th this is, uh. It, it, this, it looks a lot like Thunderous Smite. It's like an. Uh, a sonic boom sound effect, an electrical slash through the middle of it, and you probably see it, like, jolt for a second before it dissipates. Yeah. Uh, and then... I will step back towards this one, and... <laughs> just look at it angrily. I'm gonna mean mug this thing and get in its face and end my turn here. Alright, give me an intimidation check. Uh, a 16. 16. You successfully draw its attention, um, which means it will attack you. Um, the second one is going to move in on you, fire. And the third one is also moving in on you, fire. Um, first one, first attack to will. On a 15 against your AC. Uh, that will not get through the armor. And then the second one here is going to attempt to attack you, Fire, on a 17. Mm -mm. And then the third one is attacking you with advantage because you don't know it's there, right? This one, no, yeah. you don't. So this one's a 14, so you don't see it. Mm. Uh, now I am going to roll stealths for them all again. They all kind of swing wildly as you uh, avoid these shadows. As soon as they appear, fire dancing out of the way of two of them as they swing wildly at her. But fire, you do have two shadows and the much larger shadow demon creature here as well next to you. Um, mm -hmm. Will moves backwards, I assume, rather than attempts to block a shadow thing like this. Though they will all now attempt 
to stealth up. So one, two, three, going from top to bottom. A 12 for the one in front of Will, and then a 24 and a 20 for the other two. Everyone roll me perception checks. I, you lose sight of all of them. Pix, you lose sight of all of them. Will, you and Merlin, you lose sight of the two down here by fire. Uh, and uh, please attempt to remember that, everyone. And they will also move. Um, well, this one doesn't move. And these two will maneuver their positions around. They don't know where. Erlen's turn. Um, I, um, you know, I realize a lot of my spells are big and may cause some destruction. Um, hmm. I'm debating using Scorching Ray in this situation because I'm seeing Scorching Ray the, uh, is a bit like in my head at least those I like, think it's like a direct attack yeah it's like those think, Dragon Ball yeah. Z key blasts rather okay. than a fireball which is like literally setting off a nuke All a right. little small nuke so I would say that Scorching Ray would be a more calculated attack here if it goes horribly wrong it still goes horribly wrong but compared oh to boy. a fireball you're less likely right. to yeah, bring no. the caverns yeah. down true okay I'm going to use Scorching Ray uh, once on the um, Death Eater guy, mm -hmm. um, the green one, and, uh, well, two on the uh, Big Shadow guy. Okay. You gotta give All right, me you ready rolls. for my blasts? Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, blast number one, blast number Hits. two, and blast number three. So the first one, in fact, they all hit. The first one hits the um, shadow in front of you, Will. You see the fire hit this thing. And uh, again, it does that thing where it almost loses form for a moment. Not that it really has one, but you almost lose where it even is, even with the blind sight, um, before it reforms after being struck by this fire damage. Um, the second two launch backwards as Merlin turns and fires two more scorching rays off at the uh larger of the shadow creatures two of them hitting both for eight uh damage probably not as effective as you want them to be but these shadows are yeah. weird and uh they all hit and they all deal damage but probably not as much as you're expecting merlin it seems like these things might be resistant but you also get the sense sure. that probably they're resistant to almost everything because they're shadows and that is strange and illogical mm -hmm. so and yep it's the end of your I main action. i'm also going to hmm, i think i might attempt to push the uh um green shadow mm -hmm. with telekinesis yep yeah okay they have to make a a roll of a strength Saving throw? I oh. An eight. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, they're going to get pushed five feet. Okay. And that gets pushed away from you, right? Is that what it says? What yes. do you pick? So yeah, that would um, just be here, I guess. It, it would be away. Yeah. 
Yep, you push it away from okay. where you are. You see it kind of telekinetically dragged away from where it is, kind of losing form again and then um, ending up 10 feet away from where you are. Will, you can still see it. Everyone, yeah. I think, can still see this. Oh. Yeah, I'll just tell it to go shoo, and then I end my turn. Okay. I don't think Fix can see this one. Um, fire's turn. Fire is going to just step here. And go at it again with the iris blade. Okay, you're gonna get attacked. Yep, because I can't see it. Ten, miss. Six. Miss. Um. Mm. All right. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <yeah. laughs> you uh, take a step one way. The um, you feel the cold of one of these things reaching for you from behind you as you do so, and you step uh, in front of the, the much larger one, bringing the iris blade across where this thing should be, and again, it kind of just blurs out of where it was standing and reappears in the darkness, partially embedded in the wall, but it doesn't seem to even realize there's a wall there with its incorporeal, incorporeal movement. Want to do anything else? Uh... You know, I'm going to do something wild and disengage and back up. Okay. Fix his time. Hmm. Could I feasibly occupy this space underneath the shadow? You mean in the same spot as where it is? No, underneath it. You, like, get on the ground? Or do you mean in the square? In the square below behind it. Behind it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, because it's like half wall, so I want to make sure I can... Yeah, you just need the movement there. to get there, so that's like yep, down that's here fine. through fire and down to there, yeah. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yep. Um, okay, I'm gonna... Hmm. I thought you literally meant you wanted to like lay down underneath it. <laughs> I don't know, I was like, what are you <laughs> trying to do? Like, is there some yes. sort of move you have that would work? I was like, it must be something to do with caving the place in, because she's going to yeah. fire something upwards maybe, but I, I don't know. There's no fire if the spell goes straight up. Uh, yeah, I didn't know what, what the plan was. Sorry. Yeah. What are you doing? It's a loophole. Um, all right. I'm going to... Fix is feeling a bit scared right now because they can't move and they their attacks are dealing a lot of damage to the environment. So I'm going to misty step behind it and right. I'm going to cast Soul Gaze, aka Dissonant Whispers, uh, which is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Or what? What does Dissonant Whispers do again? Um, it's 3d6 psychic damage. I must use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows away from you. What I would like to do, what I was trying to position myself to do, is get it to move past Will and Fire so I can get opportunity attacks, and then it gets away from us. Okay. Um, so... What was, it was what a wisdom save? Yep. A 12. That fails. So okay. it's 3d6 psychic. 3d6 psychic damage. 11 psychic damage. And it gets feared. Is that right? You said? Uh, it's not feared. It just has to use its reaction to move as far as it can away from me. But it's not feared. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so the damage it does is 11 psychic damage. I'm guessing this is going to... I doubt this is resistant to it. Uh, yes, and then uh, you, you teleport behind it. Nothing personal, kid. Attack, send this <laughs> yeah. attack off, and it just starts to move backwards away from where you are yeah. to its maximum 
distance, which is 30 feet. So I guess it will go over here, um, moving through um, fire and wills. Um, uh, now, usually range. forced movement doesn't provoke an attack opportunity, but because it's using its reaction to do so, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It's not being pushed. It's 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 moving away from you, so it will actually activate this. So as sure. I'm doing it, I shout, um, it's trying to protect the body. Just move away from it. And then I'll try and push it past them. Yeah, Byron Will, you can uh, uh, use your reaction to attack this thing if you want. Yep. Yep. A Finally slice a as it's moving backwards and you cut through it with the iris blade. Mm -hmm. Eight poison. No, eight piercing and five poison. Uh, this is a magical blade, isn't it? It's enchanted. Mm -hmm. So that's going to do the full damage of eight piercing. <laughs> and Will, do you want to use your opportunity then? I was sitting here thinking, A, do I want to use my reaction? But then also on a deeper level, like my memories are intertwined with someone who is this thing's best friend. Mm -hmm. So I, I, uh, I'm sitting here thinking about it, which I think means Will is also hesitating. So he he doesn't capitalize. No, it just okay. runs past. Yeah. Yep, yep. It was a dual thing. You could have attacked it, but also it gets it away from us so we can run so you don't have to fight it. Is that any of your time um, fix? That is the end of my turn. Okay. The shadow now, however, will move forward. Hmm. <laughs> I think now that it can see Will. In fact, I'm going to roll one dice for it. Um. Yeah, it can see Will. It's moving now back towards you. As it kind of moves backwards, uh, you see it reform. Again, it kind of looks like this person you recognize to be Cor Sheldy for a moment um, before moving uh, forwards. I think, um, you know what? No, I'm not even going to bother because you have blind sight. So it's just going to come up and try and attack you with its claws on a 24. Uh, I well, good thing I saved my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I will react with a shield. Yeah, and make the, a little shield of light. The arm appears again, forming once again into the huge um, muscular arm that you remember Corsheldi having, and then twisting and forming into this um, set of uh, blades as it brings them down uh, towards you. It strikes this magic shield that you bring up at the last second, and. That will be the end of its turn and the start of yours. I, as it's attacking me, would like to try and talk to Corsheldi. Mm. I have no idea how successful that'll be, but like as it's hitting me, I just want to say, Cor, we're not we're not enemies. Stop, and see if see if there's any kind of reaction, any kind of like intelligence in its eyes to recognize what I'm saying. Um, let's see here. So it just rolled very low on its ability to see through Will. Um, so I think, uh, roll me a persuasion check with disadvantage, but you used its name, so I'll lower the DC from what I had in my head. One persuasion with disadvantage, 10. 
for 10. Uh, yeah, you shout at it and there is just, you just get no sense that you're connecting with this creature. When you snapped back into, from the, from the memory you had, not as vain, but as the, um, the third incarnation, Jome, you returned to that strange uh, sense of, of very groundedness. While obviously you can retain those memories, um, something about today and coming back from that con uh, conscious ocean, you're back to that again, where you're very, very disconnected from the consciousness that is kind of the mist. Um, and I think you get that sense while you're trying to relate to this creature, you're, you just feel very much like Will maybe. Um, and your voice comes out and you recognize the voice of, of Will. Uh, and I think this creature, you get that same sense that it's doing the same thing. It's just very hard for you to connect with it as vain while you hold so many of his memories. It's maybe... In fact, give me an insight check on yourself. <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> so the first time I have ever <laughs> said that. And so maybe many levels of meta. That. I know, yeah. First time for everything. An 18, inciting 18. myself. Uh, you get the sense that you have a subconscious block kicking in to stop you from going insane because you have way too many memories that are splitting your, you know, human mind. Um, and you're very grounded right now. So this thing doesn't connect with this creature. I will let you take your full turn, though, if you want. But I, I think you get the sense that just talking to this thing at all isn't going to work the whole time you're here now. Okay, um, I'm going to step here, see if I get opportunity attacked, and if uh, not... You do not. Okay, then I will step up here, uh, moving back closer to the body, because I feel like if I do that, this thing's going to focus on me and leave my friends alone. Uh, and then I will swing at the, uh, the green one mm -hmm. with a booming blade. Uh, on a 10. 10 is a miss, I'm afraid. This thing doing a similar thing to the other as it, as it kind of blurs. Um, even with your blind sight, they just, they just move so weirdly. You're so used to fighting men or orcs, things like that, physical things. Um, it's just so strange to have to fight against something that's just very difficult to focus on. And I think it's almost like having that depth perception mis uh, misjudgment as you swing and a miss as this thing kind of moves oddly out of your way. Okay, and then for my bonus action, I will use the Vow of Enmity on Core Sheldy. Okay. And just think, I don't know, I'm, I'm gauging at this point that telling it to stand down isn't going to help. So instead, I think we'll just says, don't make me do this. Yeah. And end my turn. Okay. Um, there will now be several attacks from varying shadows. Uh, one is the one that's right in front of you, Will, as it counterattacks, so we'll do that one first. The 13 being a miss as you place this vow of enmity on Core Sheldy, and then this, this other shadow kind of swings for you. Uh, then two advantage attacks, one on fire and one on fix, as these two shadows reveal themselves to you um fire on a 19 versus your ac ac is a 19. oof 
That's going to hit you for 11 necrotic damage. Roll me a d4. Okay. <laughs> okay. And your strength is reduced by three as this thing saps the life force from you. Again, that sense of just cold uh, and maybe a, a weakness that flows through you as this shadow connects with your flesh. Um, and uh, same thing for you, fix an advantage as it attacks you from hiding, which is a six. And I'm guessing that's a miss. <laughs> yep. As you, uh, I think maybe you almost have a sixth sense with this, with the cold. Your arm or something in you is just, just giving you a tiniest little spidey sense to just move just before this thing gets to you. Um, they now... Will not hide. Uh, but Corsheldy uh, screeches, <laughs> and the shadows look to Corsheldy, and they look like they're moving towards her now. Merlin's turn. I think Merlin would be a bit. Uh, oh wait, can we see them all again? You can see all of them, yes. Okay. They have done Merlin a weird would... thing. It's just stopped engaging in the combat and started... Yeah. I think Merlin would be over. very taken aback and maybe look towards the others too. What do we do? Do we... Do we interrupt this? What, whatever this, this, this might be? Mm. Uh, I'm just dodging the shadow like, Will? Yeah, I just uh, look at Will. Yeah, Will says, we're still fighting. Kill these small ones. All right, uh, and with that, um, Merlin's going to use Scorching Ray on the uh, um, Death death Eaters. On, on each? each one of them. Okay, yes. we'll go from top to bottom. Okay, here's attack one. Hit. And two. Hit. And three. Hit. They all hit, dealing nine, six, and... Uh, nine fire damage, but again, they are resistant to this magical fire, so, um, wait, no, they are not. I am insane, because this is literally magic, so actually, they have a little more damage from this one, so nine, you actually kill this one. Uh, this one is hit by this fire, and as it it hits it. It's like that sense of... It's almost like when you see a piece of paper burn quickly. As it hits this shadow and it burns away. Um, the second one here will take the six. And... Uh, let me go back to the other thing. So that was... Yeah. And then this one takes the nine... Yeah, because you hit the other two on the uh, the big one last time. So, yeah, you see each of them hit by this thing, um, burning bits of them off. One of them completely erased. What else do you want to do? I think that might be it for me. Okay, fire's turn. I will sheath the iris blade and pull out my daggers. And uh, dagger, dagger, this boy in front of me. Okay. Bloop. Bloop. A 12 and a 19. The They both hit. Um, but these are not magical blades this time. Uh, yeah. So that is 
three damage and two damage as you swing at these things and these blades are cutting through the shadow but they just like it's like passing through air even though they're striking it um you can you sense that it's just you're feeling almost no resistance as your daggers pass through the shadows but they are not even interested in you they're like almost floating at you as if to go past you right now uh yeah that'll be my turn then okay Fix his turn. Um. Uh, question about Hole the Dead. Would that be a ranged spell attack? Let's if it's have a, a saving throw. Hole the Dead. If it's a saving throw, then it's not an attack usually. No. Um. Okay. The sound of the target makes the wisdom save. Nope. Okay, well, a, right. uh, an attack. You, generally, uh, the word attack comes with an AC-focused thing. Yeah, okay, that was nice. Okay. Um, alright, then I will, uh, try and, like, grab for this one in front of me and cast all the dead on it. So, wisdom save. Uh, and it's taken damage, okay. so. And it has taken damage, yes. Wisdom saving throw from this one is an 8. It's 1d12. 11 Oof. necrotic damage. Um. Oops. You reach into this thing. There is, you are aware this spell goes off. It does not affect it at all. It continues to float and glide past you. It is completely immune to the necrotic damage that you deal. Damn it. All right. Ooh, that's good to know. Um, all right. Let's get to know before I blow a bigger spell on it. Then I do nothing else. Okay. Um, Core Sheldy, the big shadow demon here, will swipe at you again. Um, will on a seven, swiping at you, and you duck and dodge backwards as this thing just kind of, it's just kind of barbarous in its attacks. You get the sense that it's kind of attempting to shift away uh, and hide from you they can kind of just become one with the shadows and disappear but your blind sight allows you to see it all the time so i'm not even bothering with the stealth rolls but what we're seeing and what you're seeing probably be different as it moves out of what we can see and then it reappears and will is kind of just dodging and weaving from the wild attacks of this creature and it is your turn and and to be clear like for the audience i i, I can't necessarily see they're invisible it's just like um it's just like good spatial awareness where even even if the target is invisible it's, there's no disadvantage on the attack so I, I probably still can't really see it all that well if that's what it's doing go sure. um i am going to as much as i would love to talk this thing down the longer i spend trying to do that the more everybody else is gonna get beat up so i think i've just gotta let it rip here um yeah I, I already have i already have mark target and valve enmity going i'm just gonna swing at it sorry core uh booming blade inbound on a 22 absolutely hits so that is going to deal uh it's going to be six slashing six thunder 
nine more slashing or sorry three more slashing nine total so 15. 15 yeah you swing your blade at this uh thing the uh sheathed in that that kind of um that booming blade spell again as you hit this creature the um the form that is again kind of somewhat in the form of a humanoid is just burst and and um splits before reforming again as a kind of amorphous blob the creature just doesn't even seem to be aware but you are sure that you have dealt this thing um a pretty rough blow it's still up still moving towards you still doesn't look any different but you guys have to be pretty sure it's doing something to it I'm going to rotate this way towards the other two now that I can see where they are and end my turn here. Okay. The shadows now uh, can get to... You see these shadows move up towards Corsheldi and they just move into her. And she grows in size as they do so. Uh, she heals for their remaining HP. So, she gets that one, and then that one. Um, Honestly, fantastic for us. <laughs> she screeches, uh, and these things move towards her, and she grows and swells in size um, again. As the shadows are gone. And Merlin, it is your turn. Okay, I was gonna use my last scorching ray on the on well the the rest of those uh, Death Eaters. Well, they're, they're sorry, I, I keep calling them Death Eaters. Um, I'm I'm just gonna use them all and and blast um well uh core Sheldy, let's go. Okay. All right. One, two, oh, cripes, and three. Uh, the 20 and the 16 hit. Alrighty. Dealing, um, 14 fire damage. Yeah, the, you're seeing these scorching rays fly. One of them flies past and kind of hits a rock, doesn't do any crazy damage to the cavern or anything. Two of them hit <gasps> this, um, Corsheldi as she's kind of growing in size as these shadows, um, hit her, shrinking her again snapping her attention back down towards where you guys are the fire burning bits of her away she remains however oh boy okay and uh i think with that i'm still gonna stand my ground where i am okay fire's turn i will step forward to try to put some to put me between merlin and demon mm -hmm. and i'm gonna pull out my iris blade Whoop, boop. 19. 19 is a hit. You deal seven piercing damage to her. The blade moving forward in a thrust, you see it strike into the area that would be the stomach of her if she were a human standing like maybe eight feet tall, a little, little um, uh, higher because she's kind of floating. Um, and the blade strikes Corshelly. You see her in, sort of instinctively reach down and grab at the blade, but her hands pass through it for a second as she looks up at you. Her, there is an expression on her face for the first time that isn't just pure rage, um, but of confusion as she looks across you, but then again, the, a grimace across her face as she um, returns to that. 
to where wherever she's coming from. It is still your turn. I'm just gonna brace and watch what happens. All right, fix his turn. Just gonna yell at everyone. Why aren't we running? And then I'm gonna cast frostbite, which is a con save. Con save. Coming in at five. Two d six. Cold damage. Ten. Ten cold damage. Cold and disadvantage damage. on its next weapon attack roll. Disadvantage on its next weapon attack roll. Uh, so. I'm desperately racking my spell list for things that aren't going to destroy the cavern. <laughs> uh, yeah. The so how does this look? This thing when you cast um, this spell. So I kind of like clench my gauntlet in my hand in front of my face, and it's like a just an entire sheet of ice kind of like appears around it, and then clenches inwards and grabs onto the demon thing. Yeah. Um, it kind of it freezes her in place. The features that were um, humanoid on her freeze into a into um, a statuesque look of core Sheldy, looking even more like she used to look um, to you, uh, Will. And is that the end of your turn? Uh, and I'm just gonna move away from this wall over here. And yep. A disadvantaged claws swing down towards you, Will, on a natural one. Uh, roll me a d20, Will, and then it's your turn as well. Okay. Uh, the d20 is a 14. A 14. Um, you can uh, you can grab her arm and kill her if you want. Basically, can I grab her arm what happens and... there. Can I grab her arm but not kill her? You like, basically can you can grab her arm and you get a free attack. Okay. Uh, if I can avoid, I, I have one last thing I'm gonna try to snap her Whatever out of. Whatever it, it is, doesn't... you can do it. Yeah, go for it. What are you trying to do? <laughs> when you hear what I say, I don't know if you'll change your mind, but I want to take the grapple and drag her towards the body over here. Because hmm. it's. One, two, three movement spaces. And uh, I'll tell you what I was going to do, and you can tell me if it would work or not. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that when we were in the mist last time, I, I was able to get a message from my ancestors by putting my handprint like on the, on the stone next to them, like the bloody handprint. Mm -hmm. And there's a similar one here. Mm. So I was already planning on walking over here and putting my hand on this thing anyway to see if I could get a message from Vane. Yeah. So I'm, I was going to do that anyway. I'm going to drag her over there and see if she can see it too or hear it too and maybe snap her out of it. Make me a wisdom save. I guess I'll put it under these rules. Okay. An 11. An 11. Uh, let's roll for her actually instead of roll for the... I know, I just massively overcomplicated this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, I don't no, no, want to no. You can do I whatever you want. I just wanna I just have to <laughs> I have to run it through the existing lens of rules of the stupid world that I've created. So uh, let me give her a whiz save. I just Yeah, you know what I you fucking want... absolutely do this. It's wild. Um you um you just uh these these claws come down and as you bring your hands up, you probably drop the sword and the shield and then grab the wrist of this 
demon. In the moment you grab this wrist, she stops being a shadow demon and becomes a completely corporeal looking human being in that exact moment as you grab the wrist. And the shadow that is surrounding her, the white eyes, it bursts and cracks. Um, and in front of you is this huge um, barbarian that you would all recognize to be of one of the tribes. You, um, those of you who want, will know that they're from the core tribe based on um, the markings and the tattoos and the, um, the clothing, these kind of furs that she's wearing. Um, will, uh, you grab her and almost like, it's almost like a couple running forwards as she turns with you, her eyes wide following you um, as you turn around and bring her, uh, kind of holding her arm, holding her hand, you run towards this rock and you wanted to do what? Take my hand and put it right on or next to the bloody handprint the same way we did up in the mist when I spoke to Eldarin or when Eldarin spoke to me rather. Yeah. Everyone roll me a constitution saving throw as he does this. Nine, four, eleven, eight. All fails. Will, your amulet, where is it? Uh, I'd be wearing it. Uh, last I had, it was concealed under the armor. That becomes so bright, I think, that, uh... Everyone has to shield their eyes, regardless of where it is on you. You, Will, are probably the only person aware that your amulet, as soon as you touch your hand and uh, and Corsheldi's arm to this area of the rock, over these bones, this amulet lights up. Uh, you are blinded by it, the others are blinded by it, and that is where we end today's session, I think. That was uh, probably a good place. Fuck! Oh my god. Operation Save Corsheldi is underway. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I mean, she rolled a natural one there, which is exactly what you needed to do. Uh, yeah. Um, well, you won the battle, which is good. Did we? Uh, we lost the war? You won the. Well, the war. Is a whole different matter, and we'll probably find that <laughs> out after many, many more episodes. But this battle here is a success. Congratulations. And um, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thanks so much for playing, players, and watching, dear viewers. Uh, hopefully, you all had a wonderful evening. There was a bunch of stuff in right. here. I will give you, I have some of it written verbatim, players, so I can give you some of the. Um, stuff that I said in here because I know it's useful when you get given the names and locations and blurbs and things like what Fiona said and what yeah. it was precisely that um, Will saw through the eyes of both Vane and Jome uh, the two previous incarnations of Will here um, which means we've named all of them you've seen them all and seen through their eyes um, and uh I guess we'll see how Will deals with that or diffuses that or whatever the hell is going on here after um, this last little thing that happened next week. Until then, we'll do a quick round of shout outs to see 
who's doing what and where and how you people that are watching out there can go and support these creators during the week um let's start with the uh man of the hour will where can people find you and what are you doing uh, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash fairlight underscore Excalibur, a name that is still too long after all these years, and um, do I have to tell them, Red? Do I, do I really have to tell them? I'm playing League of Legends, alright? Oh, <laughs> Why? Is it the same reason I'm playing Rune King? Did you watch Arcane? Probably. Well, yeah. it's also like right at the beginning of a League season, and I usually like I was... come back revisit the game at the beginning of a season anyway and then the show on top of that i watched that and i was like now i can't not i have yeah. to so yeah i got arcaned yeah i almost i was like this close to just loading up league again and i went wait i'm gonna play ruin king and see if that scratches the itch because i don't have time for league right now another league of league um well, all right. you can probably finish ruin king without losing your soul too i will see I don't know. You misunderstand. <laughs> you underestimate how. Uh, maybe you overestimate how good I am at games. I will not. I'm already confused by the Rune King, but it's very fun and very pretty, and it's it's scratching the edge. We'll see. Um, what about um, marmalade? <laughs> Where can people find she wants marmalade? Attention. <laughs> Like me, um, you can find her at my channel at twitch.tv forward slash Leah, um, where we're going to be playing some Red Dead Redemption roleplay, aren't we, Marmalade? Yay! In about probably 20 minutes. <laughs> Yay! All right, there um, you go. Yeah, it's a very fun session. Thank you. Um, what about you, Disby? Hi, I'm Disby Eric, so you can find me Twitch, Twitter. Um, and I, uh, I also do some roleplay. I do some GTA roleplay over on, uh, NoPixel. Um, yeah. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody, coming out to hang. I appreciate that. What a great episode, everybody. Thank you. Last, and absolutely not least, never. <laughs> absolutely mm -hmm. least. Brutal Brian. Marmalade. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, you can find me at Brutal Bree, where I'm also doing. Um, I have been sucked into Red Dead RP, and I love it. I currently am like I have three characters that I'm cycling <laughs> through because I I love it so much. I'm like, well, that character went to bed, but maybe this one is just waking up. <laughs> I'm fully Christ. addicted, fully addicted, and I uh, stream basically every day. So, okay yeah. then. I don't have a problem. No, none of you do. No, uh, none of us it's do. fine. We're sleeping. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. Who needs sleep? Just RP the sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, it's fine. It's fine. All right. <laughs> well. Uh, and don't forget to check out Brad Wodo. Yeah. That's what we're He's role playing about. as an asshole on his <laughs> channel. Oh, he doesn't even play. stream. <laughs> uh, no, I did just start playing Ruined King today, which is a League of Legends game because of Arcane. Same thing as Fairlight never stream playing the actual league because i'm not good enough at it um well i do main jinx and it made me want to play even more wish my characters weren't in the thing but i don't really main jinx i main velcos because i'm cool because i'm a cool guy and i like tentacles <sighs> uh which is why i'm also playing okay. room king because that's got tentacles, tentacles in it. Yeah. what what's wrong with that yeah, what's wrong with that? Admit that nothing fine. nothing nothing no i didn't think nothing. so either no yeah you mean what's yeah. right with that Brad? can you send me some links <laughs> yeah, later buddy. Um, don't understand what's strange reaction. 
Um, really weird. So, uh, if you like tentacles, tune in next week to Mist Light, where there are lots of tentacles in the mist, probably. Um, in fact, there were some right at the beginning with the grill. Um, if you like um, other tabletop role-playing game shows, then there are plenty of shows between now and then here on Table Story. And if you want to join in the discussion of all those different things, check out our Discord because lots of people theory crafting things and stuff in there. Other than that, I guess we'll see you next time. Thanks so much again for watching. Make sure you go and support all these lovely people with your Twitch Primes in times for Christmas. And uh, peace out. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.